Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. The Lost Human. Written by Alsporno. Silence reigned across the breach of the Imperial Battlecruiser Kevorkian Exchange. Every one of the Confederacy's eight primary species were represented in the battlecruiser's command crew. All were quiet. Some thought Alpha Commander Lulta was quiet out of fear and trepidation. What would the entrapped human vessel do? What weapons did it have at its disposal? No human vessel yet encountered during the thousand years of war had ever been bereft of either military hardware or some unique humanly rigged contraption that could be wielded as a weapon. Lelta remembered his days as an Omega Waste Disposal Technician, a lowly rank as one might find aboard a Confederacy warship. He had barely made it to his escape pod when a human civilian transport had rammed the light cruiser, the Confederated Harmony, taking both together into the fires of damnation. Humans would suicide themselves in irrational attempts to strike a blow. They would attack with welding torches, with rocks and even claws and teeth. They were a ferocious species, and the universe, and the Confederacy, more specifically, had ever known... Only the massive technological superiority and orders of a magnitude greater population of the Confederation had tipped the scales in their favor. Even then, the Thousand Years of War was not so named for a brevity of the conflict. Still, others were quite out of intense concentration. The human vessel on the Hologrudge was a collection of parts salvaged from other vessels. Not all of them human themselves, and it was smallish, barely larger than a Confederation destroyer but bristling with possible weapons and signatures, much more so than even the Confederation heavy cruiser would possess. Enough, reflected Lalta, that the human vessel might tear itself to pieces if its commander dared to fire them all at once. The human vessel has ceased acceleration, drive signature indicates critical cascade failure of the power plant, core ejection in progress. Beta Command Ilkis explained, breaking the silence. This is it, Lalta thought. The last humans. At least, he thought it was the last one. A first few centuries of the Thousand Year War had been several human empires spawn across the edge of the Confederation space. Even after your homeworld Terra Prime had been eradicated by a sea fractional bombardment, each time the humans came in great crusades hell-bent on revenge against the Confederation. Each time, they lost, and more planets were eradicated. Each time, some number of humans escaped to infest another part of the space and grow strong again. Confederation warships spent decades in a void between the stars, tracking them all down. Tridians of sentients, perhaps hundreds of Tridians, had died in the thousand years of war. Now, as the humans said, the curtains were closing on the epoch of history. Approach slowly, I want to capture it intact if possible. Lolta ordered, tapping his console with a projected flight path. We need their computers intact to see if there are any more of them. But Alpha, Elkis has protested, surely they'll just wipe them. 
Perhaps, Lothar admitted. But then again, if they are the last, perhaps they will not bother. Either way, we must try and obtain the information we can. Ilkus clearly did not agree, but knew better than to argue with the Alpha. Betas had an important role of bringing up alternative points of view, but this was tempered by supreme authority invested in the Alpha. To bring it up was one's duty, to do so twice was insubordination. Weapons, ports opened up on the human vessel as it maneuvered to the chemical thrusters to bring them to bear. With an ion engines destroyed, it bordered its own statistical impossibility that the vessel could even adjust its course enough to make the landing its safe port. They were dead already. The chase having exhausted the hodgepodge vessel's overgunned, underpowered frame to the point of critical damage. They were also human, which meant that they would try to survive, or fight even if survival was impossible anyway. A wave of missiles broke from the human warship's spinal mounts. They were fast, nimble, and impossibly advanced towards the end of the war. The Confederation's technologically advanced had fallen away, and now it seemed finally being eliminated completely. It was too late for the humans, though. Through the Kavalking Exchange possessed inferior missiles and point-defense weapons, it also possessed more of them. Most of the missiles were eliminated, and the three which broke through the battlecruiser's point of fence, one missed entirely, drawn off by decoys, and another splashed mostly harmlessly against the ship's strongest prow armor. Armor plate was vaporized in this focused nuclear blast, but there was enough of it to prevent serious damage to the ship. The third, however, hit the aft maneuvering thruster, boiling it away entirely and causing sympathetic detonations all along the rear half of the battlecruiser. Lolta was jostled terribly and his crash couch. Alarms rang out across the bridge and Ilkis cursed loudly, invoking the ancient gods. Emergency power to forward thrusters, steer forward and thrusters only, aim prow towards the enemy, maximum acceleration, fly a full salvo the moment you're in range. Lolta called out orders, and his crew hurried to obey. His superior range in the human missiles meant that the Kowalki in exchange had to survive a gauntlet to close in on the human vessel. But it was working. Lolta's command had been badly lamed, but his human crews had barely maneuvered at all. It was almost worth lobbing missiles at the vessel past their power fuel limit, but... Even the lamed human vessel would surely swat away missiles that couldn't do anything but move in a straight line. The railguns were likewise not much use. Even if the thruster control, the human vessel could dodge the magrail projectiles. For now. The closer they got, the more difficult it would be for the human warship to dodge. Another wave of human missiles launched towards him, this time... His point defense computers and his crew had learned enough about the missile capabilities to prevent serious damage. Another missile struck the prow armor, and this time there was a structural buckling along the glasses, but the armor held well enough to avoid the repeat of the disastrous first salvo. In range Alpha, Orcus reported, Kowalking exchange shuddered as her launchers cycled. The human cruiser point defense was clearly less advanced or perhaps less well-maintained than her missiles. Still, she stopped most of the missiles, but most not being enough. Multiple hits registered in Delta's console and the enemy's warship began to vent atmosphere. Her power shut down completely as she drifted and the control entirely. She had, unfortunately, managed to get the final salvo of missiles out before the shutdown, however, and this time, the prow armor did not hold. 
Gravity generators flickered and died, and the cavalking exchange ceased accelerating automatically. Barely avoiding turning her crew into liquid biopaste, restraints held the bridge officers in their crash couches. Zero-G fires burned through half-wood of the battlecruiser. Lilta's monitors were lit orange and the crimson as many of these crew died in almost beautiful weightless liquid fire. Then they shut off entirely as the power cut off to the prow. Massive damage to forward frame 7, Ilkis reported. Forward railguns destroyed. We've lost launchers 17 through 23. Gravity generator is in emergency shutdown mode. Attend to damage control beta. Lilta ordered, turning to one of the Gammas, a youngling named Gil. Gamma, Sub-Commander Gil, you will direct further battle operations, using the remaining operable thrusters to slow us down. Bring us alongside the enemy and prepare boarding detachments for contact. If the human vessel shows any signs of powering up, fire all remaining railguns immediately. Do not wait for my order. Gil gulped visibly, but her crest fallen with an affirmative. She was small for a reptilian, but her duty records indicated a ferocious temperament. She would not fail him in battle. Went the forward compartments and get that fire out. Ilkis ordered into his station. Vent immediately. If the fire reaches the forward magazine, I don't need to tell you what will happen. Do it. Do it now. If the Kevorkian exchange was hurting, the human situation was much worse. The cruiser wasn't even launching escape pods, either indicating that last most of the crew was dead, or they lacked even enough power to open the escape hatches. Evidently, the problem was the former, for after several hours of maneuvering and bordering operations, the human vessel was finally under Confederation control. Under Kill's leadership, the boarding parties had managed to gain control of relatively rapidly, even though a handful of surviving humans had stubbornly resisted them. Lilta had worried that the humans intended to self-destruct and take the boarding parties with them. It was a typical human tactic when outnumbered and outgunned. Even the most dedicated of Confederate wards would never do the same. Better to surrender and live to fight later if the odds were hopeless. It was partly irrational will to fight that had resulted in the final annihilation of the humans to begin with. Had they surrendered to the Confederation, they would have lived. Had they run across the universe and never bothered the Confederation again, in time, the Confederation might have forgotten about them and given up the chase. But no, again and again the humans would fight. They had become demons in the name of Terran. They had been associated with revenge on the Confederate culture. To go on a Terran quest was to irrationally pursue vengeance in the face of all their good sense. The last humans would die, but their name would live on forever in the lexicon of the Confederate's parlance. Beta Alcus reported to Detali, Gravity restored, Alpha. We lost the least 700 in the forward section, Alpha. Many more are missing. We won't have the final tally until the rads are low enough for the manual check. Ward thruster power is fully restored, however. Ward railguns have been wrecked. We have severe frame warping across the ship, Alpha. Even... If we make it back to port, which is in the hands of the gods now, and is, uh, as humanity says, a coin flip, this ship will have to be scrapped. Lilta flicked his crest in acknowledgement. It didn't matter. This was the last battle of the Thousand Year War. He could wreck half the ships in the fleet, and the command would still call that a victory. And they would be right to do so. We have captured the human commander, Alpha, Gil reported. He is the only survivor. The very last human, Lulta thought, 
The profound nature of the moment weighed upon him. He'd been fighting them his whole life. He didn't even know what life would be like on the task was complete. No one else in the known history of Confederation bore the title People Killer. He would be the first, and he prayed to the old gods hopefully that he would be the last. Everything felt wrong about it. Nobody in the Confederation had decided this, not in many generations. It was a brutal necessity. No more. Bring him to me, Gamma. Here, Alpha, but he could see... Gil silenced herself as Liltek scowled. Doesn't matter, Gamma. I want to talk to him before the end. We will never get a chance again. She bowed low, her crest nearly touching the deck. She partial gravity made the gesture awkward, but even the Gamma could sense the moment was coming. Chains dangled from the human prisoner as he limped onto the bridge, flanked by six birdie reptilian guards. Even those six might not have been enough for the human, but he was bound... Humans were far stronger than any confederation race. Blood dripped onto the deck from a nasty wound on the human's leg. Oil and sweat stained his face, along with more blood. Whether it was his or belonged to another now dead, Lilta could not say. The human hair was graying a little, which indicated advanced middle age. But that body still had the appearance of strength about it. Older, perhaps, but not yet weakened by age. What do you want? The human was defiant. Even now, such was their way. You are the last, Lolta stated matter-of-factly in the human's language. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Yet there was something in the human's body language, alien though it was, that gave him away. He was the last, or thought of himself as much. Anyway, come, let us talk, human. You soon will be extinct. Only we, your enemies, will carry on your memories. The human spit bloody tooth onto the ground and grinned despite his pain. What do you say to your executioner? How's it going? How's the weather? Life is about information, human, Lothar explained. Genes are but one form of that, so is the knowledge of who and what you were. I don't want that to die with you. Let part of it live through us. Ilkis shifted uncomfortably. This was the near history in the Confederation, and yet the beta said nothing, for he too could see the tragedy of the final end of the humanwood line. You killed us. There is nothing more to say, fiend. If we live in your memory, I hope that we live on as a nightmare, that somewhere in your consciousness you remember us for how many of your kind we killed, how many of your planets we burned, when you feel a cold spike of fear. Know that it is us. Striking back from beyond death. Your empire is a shattered wreck. Your economy is destroyed. And the confederation might not survive another war should anyone rebel against you. We did that. You are eight species now, right? What happened to the other two? The one we killed with the bioplague. And the other one we unleashed the planet killers upon. Lultus felt anger wanting up within him and he pushed it aside. The human was trying to goad him into murder trying to rob him of both honor and the burden of this moment. Perhaps, human, it'll be as you say. Still, my gamma informs me that your computers are locked out, and I know from experience that attempting to unlock them will destroy them. Unlock them for me, and that's the history contained therein survives your death and strike fear into us. That's what you want, our history. <laughs> Bullcrap, you're just afraid that you didn't get the last ship after all. It doesn't matter. I'd rather not torture you, but rather have you passing was honorable, swift, and painless. Please do not make me torment you to get what I need. 
Milta pleaded, genuinely not desiring for his enemy to end in such a fashion. He wanted both the data to confirm that the war was truly over and the history to live in in the Confederation archives. It was something, something measure of survival. It was the last chance at surrender. And I should have known he rejected, as humans have rejected all others. I could kill myself right now, Alpha, at will. The human began. You can't torture me. I'll be dead in a moment you try. I let myself be captured in the end, because I have a message I was bidden to give you if we could not escape and colonize a new planet. It was the most important thing that you'll ever learn about us. Silence reigned across the bridge once more, and all ears turned to hear it. You burned Terra Prime centuries ago. Nolta said nothing, but an irrational fear began to overtake him. Something was wrong. Oh, we hunted you for centuries after that, didn't we? <laughs> A thousand-year war, you called it. Trillions of deaths, the greatest epic in all of galactic history. But it was never in doubt. Once our whole world was destroyed, we could never reproduce fast enough. Even with the cloning machines, nor could we recover the tech base quickly enough. You always find us before we were ready. Lulcher gestured in the affirmative. You say you know some of our history, Alpha. Have you ever heard of a place called Alamo? No? Well then, I should tell you a tale. A few centuries before we took the stars, we fought a small war amongst ourselves. In this place, two hundred men fought an army of thousands led by a man named Santa Anna. They fought for two weeks, and the last man killing many more of the enemies before they passed. Like you did with us, Lulter agreed. An honorable battle, yes, but pointless. Yes, but there was another part of the story. You have a long thought our resistance was pointless too. But you see, as the two hundred fought, the others in their case used the time that they bought to build an army, which eventually crushed the enemies in battle called San Jacinto. Lulta's facial crest dropped as the implications. You are not the last human. We destroyed your homeworld, your colonies. We tracked every vessel. You are lying. The human smiled. We called it Terra Prime. Ever wonder about that? Why that name? Well, New Earth or New Terra, though it just sounded so cliché. So someone figured Terra Prime was better name. It wasn't, not really, but we chose that anyway. That wasn't our homeworld. It was just where we landed when we got to this piece of the crap galaxy. We were the advanced scouts. It takes a long time to cross galaxies, you know. And the message home takes a long time, too. But it was sent, and they will come. Lilta frowned. You're lying. This was your Alamo, Santa Anna. Thousand-year Alamo, and maybe I'm Davy Crockett. Either way, your San Jacinto is coming. You can choose to believe me or not. Maybe I'm just saying all of this that we humans live forever in the fearful hearts of the Confederation. Or maybe not. But either way, you, you won't know until the human ships bear down upon your worlds with a vengeance. The prisoner bit down hard and the poison flowed into his veins. The smile was still etched onto his face as he collapsed onto the deck, dead before he hit the floor. And, as the human predicted, Lulta felt a spike of fear travel down his spinal columns. It was a fear, he knew, that Trudy would live forever, for the human had never said which galaxy his kind was from, if indeed he was telling the truth, or how long the journey took. The Confederation would fear forever, or until the day of its own demise. Humanity would never truly die. End 
of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed. And if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode, and I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.